0: This is the Authentic Entrepreneur's Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. go. This is what I got to say. All right, Nick Foley. We are back for another riveting episode of... The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Um, We have reached out a couple times now on social media... Um, which you can get a hold of us at um, On my Instagram Which is uh, YLCC Stew um, About questions And uh, we love answering questions So you know once every Once a month probably We'll do a question Q&A um, yeah. episode um, And so we're going to uh, We're going to do one of those again today so uh, it's Q and A time, and we should have a song for that, but we don't.
1: Well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll Q and
0: A time with Nick and Stu.
1: Question Answer time is what Q and A means something for you and I. Oh, wow. wow! Can we cut that? No, we no. can't even. This is like we full we, just, on. we do we've it. committed to it. All
0: right, so here we go. Questions came in, and uh, we're gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just gonna throw them out there. You ready? Yep. Number one. Go. Uh, this one comes in from uh, Jen. Hey Stu, we watched episode five, which was a great episode on routines and um, and protocols. Yep. Um, why do you have such a negative feeling about avocados?
1: <laughs> Is that true?
0: That's the question.
1: <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, Who- I.
0: Jen, I don't know if you know her.
1: <laughs> yes, I think. Who, do I know her?
0: Uh, I don't know, um, but we'll uh, we're going to we'll answer. I'll answer the question. I have no negative feelings about avocados.
1: In fairness to Jen, though, it did look as though you had a negative when you looked at the camera and said, "I would throw up." The nation thought you ha- you hated avocado
0: because eating an entire avocado <laughs> is ridiculous. We don't want to go back into this whole thing. I know,
1: I know. We've got some hate from people saying we've, you've got, we've much got time. It's, been, on it. it's been like, it's
0: like the, our, our first. It's our first real like. Uh, Fight, fight, or our first our first disagreement, and we've had people on both sides. Some people say it's the funniest moment of our young podcasting careers. Um, Others said it. We talked about it far too much. We had some haters. Waste of time, and who cares? Um, And just you know, just to I love avocados. I buy them. Uh, I buy organic avocados because organic stuff is better. Um, And I and I I eat them. Uh, But my my question was, eating an entire avocado as is was to me. Too much and that's it
1: so to answer Jen's question I
0: don't hate avocados
1: job done and great qu- great question by the way Jen thanks for listening and really thanks leaning for listening. into that thanks so, for listening. question number two give it to me all right are you ready
0: yeah
1: uh, do, 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 I shouldn't do. drink um, a sip of my coffee when you're asking questions in case another question comes no. in like that because I'll spit it all over the mic
0: and that's not good no all right this one comes in um, from Holly, it says, uh, "What is your definition of authenticity? Give examples on how you show up authentically every single day."
1: Great question, Holly. Um, I'm gonna—I'll take this with the—we'll both take this. Yeah, but I'll take—I'll uh, start with with by saying is uh, my definition of authenticity is being exactly who you are and allowing that to come out in exactly how you live every day. So not um, you know not. Not being influenced by you know other people and and uh, and understanding that it's a it's a learning curve, life, growth, um, and just being true to to who you are. And I think how I do it every day is, is I just try to show up and, and be my best self for my you know my family, my friends, my team, and uh, and just understand that these are my you know ideals, these are my values, and, and stay true to, to to them. So that's right. how I I stay authentic to myself and my team. Um,
0: for me, I would say that. Uh Uh, authenticity is an evolving thing that sounds strange maybe at first Um, I would say I am more authentic today than I was five years ago ten years ago 15 years ago 20 years ago 25 years ago yeah I would say as I mature and as I have a different worldly look at things as I as I experience different things as I go through um, situations that are both emotional uh, or you know whatever life-changing moments in my life whether it's deaths or marriages or you know, breakups or um, financial stuff work stuff everything to me is it evolves my level of authenticity when when I was younger um, I felt that I had to be perhaps somebody I wasn't so that I could fit in um, so that I could project an image of, bigger than I was you know people who you know people who you call up and you know they're a one-person business and they say things like um, you know my team and I or we are or everybody at and you know it's just them and Mm -hmm. I think that's um, to try and look like you're bigger than you are so it's not really authentic but you're in a place in your life where you need to um, perhaps project a different image and as you get older you realize I think, at least I have, speaking for myself, speaking for I, I have realized that, um, especially as I met my, my wife, Jenny, we've been together for four years, um, and i realize realized that what's important is, is just living your life um, as who you are. And you will have people who hate you and dislike you and just tr- distrust you for whatever reason. Maybe they've got things going on in their own lives or you don't match their, their ex- expectations. Um, I think that is... Uh, that's something that's evolved for me in the last five years. I've always tried to be authentic, but I've also never wanted to hurt people's feelings. I never wanted to get hurt. I have never wanted to be disliked, and that has always affected my authenticity um, to be 100% transparent. Um, and I think today in 2018, I'm more authentic now than I was say in 2010 or 2012 mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think I, I'm, I'm happier now, um, and uh, I still want to make people happy, and I still want to you know be to be uh, to be liked by more than I'm disliked. Um, but I think my authentic self has to stop worrying about what others think and start worrying about what's right. And I think that's something I've learned.
1: About. Well, and I think what speaks to that too, just to your point, is that you've learned that. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's I think that especially as an entrepreneur, I mean, it, it is a constant and any entrepreneur will tell you out there. You are. It is a constant learning curve. Like we're, we're yeah. you know, I think there's, if there's one thing that I do relatively all right, um, relatively well is, is and I know you do as well is, is read, like read everything. You read, know what I mean? To and books, listen to books to and, podcasts. Yeah. And I read often with my ears when I'm driving and traveling and things like that. And I just try to try to be ferocious about that. Yeah. And I think, you know, and then and then learning from people that you're closest to. And I, I know Jenny and examples. And I, and I know that. You know your relationship with you know with with jenny your wife how you can say you know yeah i learned from her and i learned different things from her and as you know i think it's a it's a constant growth right especially um, especially as we're going through it
0: i think another one too like for instance i I always say um keeping score sucks yes and i don't know if i would have built ylcc my organization up to where it is 27 years later had i had to worry about social media yeah Right, I wonder. I want. I don't think I would have survived because I don't think. I don't think. Most people on social media, starting businesses, starting entrepreneurs, being entrepreneurs, whatever. I don't think they're very authentic. Mm-hmm. And you see people posting pictures of them in places or in front of things like, um, you know, there's people out there who live uh, completely artificial lives, but, but like, socially, like here I am in front of my new. Mercedes, here I am in front of this, and it's not even theirs, right? But they want to project this image, so that's inauthentic. And I think for us, being authentic entrepreneurs, our podcast title is one thing that I want to get across is, I think for you to have, for the most part, 98% of the time, for you to have survival in in business is to be as authentic as you can. Um, You know, people who say, uh, they run programs and say, we had 50 people in this program, when I know there was... Twelve. You're right, you're right. When I say that, well, you know, even for us, when we wanted to have our global summit, we said there was going to be three thousand. There was seventeen hundred. Right. And we actually had to go back to our sponsor, and say, and they didn't. They didn't do a head count. We had to say, you know, we didn't reach the number, and we had to discount the mon- number, the money they gave us. We had, mm-hmm. to, we had to say, we, you, you're not giving us this money because we didn't make what we said we were going to do. Right. And that was a ten thousand dollar.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, but it was authentic. and It was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And we could have easily said, no, we didn't do it, but I think authenticity comes from. It's not good. It's not easy to be authentic all the time. And I'm I'm not saying I'm perfect. I don't think you would say you're no, perfect. Of course not. No. But that's my thing. That's what showing up every day is just trying to be as yourself.
1: Yeah, and having that growth mindset, right? I mean, this is a great question, Holly, because it, it gets you thinking as we're we're talking and having this conversation. It's it's having that that growth mindset. I mean, we can learn from from everyone, you know. And I think if you, one of the big things, especially as a as an entrepreneur, and there's a lot of. I mean, I think in the, in the future we'll be talking about solopreneurs and things like that. And I know um, we've had <coughs> we've had guests that talked about it. And but the reality of it is, is that you're constantly learning. And if you can if you can learn from everyone and, and every conversation that you're in, or take something away from every conversation that you're in, then you know, you're, you're, you're adding that to your, um, you know, to your repertoire exactly. of, of being who you are, right? I think
0: the word is repertoire, though. Well, I mean, not repertoire. Potato, potato. I no, guess. I think it's repertoire. The word is repertoire.
1: Oh, okay. well, we'll maybe do a fact check on that. It doesn't make it matters of where you are in the in the country. All right. Next maybe? question. you uh, Next question. What do you do to unwind? What are some things that you can do to unwind? Uh, that's that's a question that came in. What are some of the things you do to unwind?
0: Um, I don't know, because I, I don't That's do... That's a good question, by the way, because
1: don't, we don't talk about stuff like that enough. Uh,
0: well, yeah, well, I don't...
1: To relax. Yeah, I don't
0: actually... Drink. I don't think I do enough.
1: Drink wine, I know that.
0: I do drink wine, but... <laughs> um, but I, I don't think that I... Yeah, I don't think I do enough to unwind. I think for me, uh, it's just, you know, sitting on a couch with Jenny and... and Watching Jeopardy, mm-hmm.
1: it's great. Yeah.
0: How old does that sound? We were watching Teen
1: Jeopardy yesterday. Well, I bet you, my my, I bet you did about you got thirty percent right. Ten? No, fifteen percent. Teen Jeopardy, not Kids One. Teen.
0: This is Teen Jeopardy. So, I,
1: I my guess is, uh, you probably got fifteen percent right. Teen Jeopardy. I think um, you do thirty at Kids, and then you, you're probably around three or four at the uh, Adult Jeopardy.
0: I literally. Got five.
1: Of <laughs> it's all questions. Exactly. So for
0: me, I think it's just you know being time with my friends and family is, is great. I ah. enjoy. I, I do enjoy a good glass of wine, and I think the best thing that I do is I enjoy, um, just food and friends and conversation.
1: Myself is uh, this is a really good question because I really feel um, I I do feel like I, I take time to um, to kind of revamp a little bit and reflect and 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 I do that by being around my my children, my family, um, my, my wife. I, I just try my best to, to just try to be home when I'm, when I'm home just to try to be as present as possible. Right. And, and I know we, we talked about this in previous episodes. We go through our protocols like even on days where um, you know, on, on days where I don't have a lot going on as far as you know no obligations as far as you know being at places or or meetings and things I really try to stick to my protocols to make sure that I'm getting the most of my day but I will say I did uh, hear a podcast where uh, Doug McMillan who is the CEO of Walmart and one of the things that he said was now I don't know if this is the right term but it was like um, uh, air breaks day where he tells his assistant um, to clear his schedule and he's just gonna have a day where he's able to reflect and think and um, and I thought that was really uh, a really great insight on an entrepreneur who or a, a you know a business mogul, the CEO of, of Walmart, um, really taking that time. He's like he needs hours in a day to just kind of unwind, to reflect a little bit, to right. think, and just to think. And it was interesting because um, he was in a, it was in a, uh, a podcast with Tim Ferriss, and, and Tim Ferriss asked the question. He's like, so what do you do when you think? And he's like, sometimes I move, sometimes I I just I just sit in my office and 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 just you know, look for clarity. And if I can't find it, I go down the office to some colleagues and I ask them a question, and then they give me the answer and I go back and I shut and I lock my door and, and I, I get that. So, so for me, I, I like the, the, the walking and, and, uh, and hanging out with my family. And, and like you said, good conversation with friends and having a glass of wine and, and uh, some good food is, is always a good thing for busy yeah. people. Um, Next question. Next question, um, I did there? What did you do to unwind? What are some of your biggest regrets as an entrepreneur?
0: That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, my biggest regret is trying to please people rather than worry about the business.
1: What is that? Yeah, that's a great answer. So we'll elaborate a little bit.
0: Um, my my uh, <laughs> I think I put the business um, at risk to uh, make sure that my team was happy now. Big, huge asterisks to that. Your team should be happy. Mm-hmm. If your team you work with isn't happy, then, then you're going to fail. People you work with should be happy. What I mean by that is, there are times in life when you have to make hard decisions as the owner of a company. And you have to say, um, we're going in this direction. You're not, you're not going to help us get there. Um, thank you, but I need to move forward. Sure. And that's really, really hard. Yeah. So I think there are times where I've held on to things too long, whether it's people or programs. Um, uh, where I needed to let go, and I didn't because I was so scared of hurting someone. Or uh, you know, I owned a property um, for a long time. I should have got rid of it a long time before, but I was, I felt bad to the schools that used it, to the staff that loved it, um, and I literally lost, I, I literally lost a half a million dollars yeah. on that because I, I I could not bring myself to get rid of it mm-hmm. because there was too many people that loved it and depended on it, and I loved it and I had some emotional connection to it as well. Uh, it was beautiful, um, but you know, it was this beautiful place on a lake, and uh, it just wasn't feasible. It never was feasible. It was a money pit, um, and I should have gotten rid of it three years before I did. And yeah. I ended up costing me more more than a half a million dollars.
1: That's a big regret.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's um, my biggest regret. You're yeah,
1: also. for me, I, I would say uh, getting out of things a few uh, a little quicker. Um, I was, uh, I've been, you know, I've started, you know, different ideas and, and held on to them just because I thought, you know, uh, this. This is gonna this is gonna go well I just got to continue to, to to grind it out and to you know put in the time put in the effort put in the effort and we had uh, I started a website when I started my entrepreneurial journey called uh, BoomDoneBreakups.com. Done breakups Boom done um, breakups dot yeah. and We've so talked about it before yeah. in
0: other episodes and it's a hard website to say
1: yes it is and there and there there in itself was one of the reasons why it didn't go well but my 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 thing was is that that with that company I just like I held on to it I was like oh it's gonna hit it's gonna hit it's gonna hit it never Mm -hmm. did and and realizing um you know that was a bit of a regret and also um doing you know trying to be all things to all people seeing an idea and be like oh I can do this and not having uh clarity in what I'm trying to convey. Right. I'm not understanding what my why was being like, oh, I can do this. This would be a great idea. And, and going down like a road that I really didn't really have experience for. But I thought, you know, it would be a nice business if I could get it off the ground. Um, and I wasn't really too, you know, I, I don't know if the word's passionate, but too you know, interested in it. I just mm-hmm. I was looking at, you know, uh, uh, from a dollar amount and not from a yeah. purpose amount. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I find now with the, all the companies that all the run like the companies that we run and and the nonprofits and, and even you know the different speakings and things like that is all predicated on inclusion. Everything that we talk about is about acceptance and inclusion on in all different facets and I feel like I have a lot more clarity mm-hmm. in where I go as an entrepreneur so my biggest regret is not you know not really leaning into to things that really interest me and and, uh, and and get me excited to get up and out of bed in the morning. yeah um,
0: I think we have one more question. okay um, It's a quick, quick episode but again if you want to um, throw out questions to us please do. Um, you can throw them out uh, to myself, stew, Stu S T U at YLCC.com. dot com,
1: and Nick underscore fully one, um, both on Instagram, and also any avocado questions are really uh, we're really looking forward to having more of those. We want to have all. That we have some clarity though. Stu does like avocado. I do. Just he does like it as
0: much as in one sitting as Nick does. Huh. Um, uh, the next question is: How long do I stick with something before I know I should give up, or you, know you
1: should give up? Mm. That's a great question. And my immediate answer right away, and, and we might we might vary on this, Stu, but the I would stick with it as long as it fills your bucket. And if it's not, if you're not, you know, if it's not costing you an extreme amount of money, if you're not hemorrhaging money to keep it open, and it's something that it's like a passion project, and you're doing it on the side of like, you know, Um, of a job that you already have you know if if it's not costing you financial hardship or stress or stress with your family then continue to do it until you don't feel you know you don't feel excited to do it anymore Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of entrepreneurs like you know we talk about systems and protocols all the time i feel like a lot of people you know they pump the brakes on a project because they're just like oh it's been a year and a half and i'm not i'm not seeing any traction Or, or they'll look at something and I mean, I started a business one time and we had two customers. We had two customers, but it filled me up. The fact that I just loved the company. I loved what it was doing It wasn't costing me a lot. It was costing me a little money to keep it going. But I was like, you know what? I feel like there's value here. And I just kept doing it because I thought that we could offer a really good product and service. And then, you know, a year later, we end up getting, you know, 14, 1500. And so there was growth, you know what I mean? And so I feel so often people just kind of quit so quickly because they're like, well, I'm not seeing this, you know, You know, you talk about all the time, what's it taking you like 26 years to become an overnight success? You know what I mean? And I feel like people are not staying in the game long enough. So um, how do you know when to to quit is when it becomes a uh, burden in your life to be like, oh, I got to do this. I forgot to upload something to the site. If if you're if you're feeling that and it's starting to to become a bit of a hardship with your family, with your, you know, getting in the way of the other things that that you need in, in your life. And maybe that's a time to reevaluate things but i mean i'm all for people sticking with it and just you know committing to the process and not worrying so much about the destination and have that plan and and the destination will come you know the way that you want it to if you continue to stick with it you know yeah
0: i think um you need to go all in for a long time i think even you and i have looked at you know our podcast and i don't know what number this is um, but you know we're 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 a dozen episodes we've done of this podcast now and you know i I think we you know, I don't know if we're as successful as we want it to be or we're more successful than we than we thought we would be. But I think that we'll stick with this for for an, another year. Yeah. And and uh, and I think that you need to stick with it. You need to build up your brand. And you need to build up people have to have faith that you're gonna be around. Right? Yeah. You're not you're not you're not a flash in the pants. You're not like a you know, fly by night thing. You're you're a real you're the real deal. Yep. And I think we're the real deal. So I think to end this off, um, being part of our long-term podcast plans is we ask from the bottom of our hearts for you to...
1: Yeah, to like and subscribe and, and follow to follow us and, follow us and, and yeah. send us questions and, and get interactive and involved. Right? Yeah, and uh, and know that um, no question's a bad question. No.
0: So send us your questions. Um, we we really value... We value our listeners and we value the journey that we're yeah. both on. That's and right. we're still on it. I'm 26 years plus into it. Yeah. You're 10 years into it. Yeah eight years into it
1: yeah just 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 under eight yeah
0: yeah and you know we're still learning i'm learning every single day and i think um when you stop
1: learning you stop asking questions that's right yeah you're not going to be your authentic self your authentic uh your authentic self if you're not learning and and, uh, asking questions so
0: yeah so on behalf of myself and myself nick um thank you for listening and uh keep being authentic